brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Wait, uh, this echo must bring it down. Okay. Hmm. Okay, looks good. So, are you ready? Huh? Ready to start? Huh? Okay, then we can officially start our house dana. Huh? A very good morning to all, huh? brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Huh? Uh, today is the 18th huh? November, 2008, Sunday. We are having our house dana at Brother Pang and Sister Angie's house. Huh? So we would like to, first of all, thank Pang and Angie for inviting us all Kayamita over to partake in this very wholesome house dana of theirs. Then at the same time, we can all rejoice and have our fellowship, have our uh, very beautiful house dana food. And at the same time, we will also have some Dhamma sharing followed by Q&A or whatever. Then, of course, we will never forget to ask Brother Pang and Angie to say a few words so that they can express whatever they want to. And they also can maybe share with us something that they would like to share. Then just now I was with Kehun and I think Karen. Kehun said very nice house. What do you think? Nice house, huh? Very cozy, very nicely layout, beautiful. So we rejoice, huh? Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Okay, with that we would like to maybe start off with the puja offering. We will do the chanting. Give me one of the chanting books. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, as usual, we will chant the salutation. Yeah. You can sit in your seat, no problem. Yeah. Uh, I think Yun Chan and Raymond. Yeah. No. Kong Lo, no. Uh, Kong Lo, yeah, yeah. So Kong Lo is here, wait for Kong Lo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kongun, come, come. Yeah, we we waiting for you just in time. <laughs> come, join us in the puja. Huh? We just about to start. No problem, no problem. Okay, let us compose our mind, huh? develop the faith, sada, virya, then mindfully we shall commence the Buddha puja. Huh? Arahang samasam buto bagawa butang bagawantang abiwademi suakato bagawata damo damang namasami Supatipano bhagavato sāvakasāngo sāṅhāṁ nāpāmi Okay, now we will start the process of puja offering. We gather the pāṅhē and to light the candle and the incense. Then we all light up 
Yeah? Then we... Uh, it's okay, yeah. No fan, only the fan. Uh, because when you light the candle, it may get blown off. Yeah? Uh, I have got the lighter for you up there. Yeah. 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 Ah, the incense. Angie light the incense, then Pang light the, the oil lamp. So the first offering is always the oil lamp, eh, which represents like, and you have your incense, eh, which represents your virtue, eh. and also the clear water representing our clear mind. Okay, we shall rejoice. Eh? Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sadhu, 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 sadhu. the food at the back. Eh? Okay, we go to the back. Just now I know what, why the distortion was there. Yeah, this was on. <laughs> yeah, Normally it doesn't give the interference. Eh? 
So you all just rejoice. Huh? Some touch the table there. Some touch here. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Ah, you just want to come offer. Huh? Put on the table. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Ah, very good. Huh? A lot of good food. <laughs> So now we will commence our puja chanting. Oh, this one. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Okay, good. You can be seated. Then we can commence our puja chanting. Turn to page one. Eh?
especially to those who have the condition and affinity to receive them. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Okay, we will pay respect to Tripajama, Buddhang Pujemi. Damang Pujemi. Sanghang Pujemi. Okay, you can be seated. Huh? Thank you so much. So now it's about eleven thirty-five. Yeah, eleven thirty-five. So you can have. You need one hour or one hour fifteen minutes for lunch. One hour will do. Huh? Okay. So we meet back here at about one thirty-five. Huh? I'm oh, sorry, twelve thirty-five. Oh, one thirty-five. You got two hours. <laughs> Okay, twelve thirty-five. Eh? One hour should be okay. I think when you are near to that one hour, eh? try to be mindful. Then clean up your whatever plate, everything, and help to clear the dana table or whatever food that is still around. Eh? Then we can begin our dharma sharing session. Okay, so now you can have your food. Eh? So we meet at. Twelve thirty five. Okay, thank you. Okay. Very good. So now it's almost Twelve forty-five, huh? We can all huh? gather. Then we can have our second session. Yeah. Okay, who else at the back? Ah, tell them to get ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The rest leave it, huh? We can clean up later. Huh? Don't worry. Ah. Okay. Once again, huh? We would like to take this opportunity, huh? To thank Brother Pang and Angie, huh? For hosting this uh, very wholesome house dana. And we would like to actually thank them eh, for inviting all Kayamita over to have such wholesome condition to partake in this wholesomeness. Eh. We had just finished our sumptuous uh, lunch. Eh. So after a meal, eh, normally if you overeat, you will feel the effect. Eh. <laughs> sleepy and all those things. But because you have joy, so you won't feel sleepy. Eh. Unless my talk is so boring, then you feel sleepy. Uh, yeah, this bring about the condition to speak a little bit about our Malacca trip. I was so surprised. This was the first time I went there. And I didn't know what Aloka Center is all about. Until Dr. Jayanta told me, Pratio is ABC. Huh? ABC, Aloka Buddhist Center. Oh, okay, now I know. Uh, but 
A B C got another meaning, you know. American born Chinese also A B C, you know. Then subsheet also A B C, you know. Higher Batu Champo. So A B C got a lot, you know. Then just now I saw one video, a big joke, I think Singaporean joke. They go and see a doctor. The doctor was busy actually. Then this comedian, uh, he told the doctor, I said, we got emergency, you have to come. Why? The doctor said, huh? why such emergency? He said, my relative uh, got LCT. So the doctor said, LCT? What is LCT? Long Zhong Tian. Then the doctor said, I never heard this term before. <laughs> then, what about TPT? Is it? Yeah, oh, oh. He said, that one is your own creation. Is it? Then he said, why should I go? He said, you better come, otherwise my relative was KKK. You know why it's KKK? <laughs> he will die. So when you use abbreviation, you have you have to be careful. Huh? Uh, you have to be careful. Simply use abbreviation. People cannot understand you. Uh, so the doctor said, "Mana abbreviation." In my how many years in medical uh, study, I never come across such term. He said, "You're not Singaporean." Huh? <laughs> So, this brings about condition for us to understand. You cannot assume whatever you understand or whatever abbreviation you use. People will understand you. Eh? So, Dhamma also the same. Eh? That's why sometimes I find it very strange. I thought people need Dhamma. Then when I share the Dhamma, I realize most of them don't understand. Means they are not ready. So, sometimes they need the foundation. They need some basic understanding before they can actually understand the true Dhamma. That's why I had to reverse my sharing. So many years back, after I came to know about that, I reversed my sharing actually. Then when I started reversing my sharing, I was sharing the essential Dhamma. So that's why you look at Thursday class. <laughs> the same old thing is on the whiteboard. The five mental hindrances, the five spiritual faculties, then the Dhammapada verses and all those things. So these are the essential Dhamma that you need to get it clearly understood. Then only you can really understand the teaching because these are spiritual faculties that can allow you to have the condition to allow uh, understand spiritual teaching. Without the spiritual faculty, you can't. That's why Sada, Virya, then Sati is very important. Sati is mindfulness, awareness. So when you have Sati, when you are in the state of awareness, the thought doesn't interfere. And that is what your true mind is all about. So it takes my nature a while huh, to let you all have the basic understanding. Then later only I can share about the two types of mind. Uh, 
Otherwise, the moment I say got too tight on mind, everybody run. Because to you, you only know the thinking mind, the mundane mind. You cannot perceive the silent mind, the true mind, the meditative mind. So, in life, it's the same. If the terminology or the abbreviation you're familiar, then we can communicate, understand? Then you use whatever uh, example. I can understand, you can understand, then there is possibility of communication, then there is possibility of sharing. Otherwise, when I use a term you don't understand, then you will never understand me. Then when you say a term that I don't understand, I will never understand you. So we cannot communicate. So to communicate, we must have the same interest, the same wavelength, and more or less the same type of wavelength to understand each other. So that is very important. So I bring about this is because I don't want you all to be caught huh, in the mundane, uh, commonly make mistake of most cultivator. We are, they hold on to their views very strongly. And from their views, their conditioning and their belief system, they approach a subject. So it's mainly from knowledge and memory. So you act from knowledge and memory, you will not have an open mind to listen to truth, to receive truth. To receive truth, you have to have an open mind, a free mind, like I explained to Tammy just now. When you listen attentively without your views, opinion, and conditioning to come and interfere, then you won't resist. Understand? Won't resist means what? I give truth the opportunity to arise. If it's the truth, it will stand up to investigation. I will understand because it will share with me a type of understanding that I never heard before. Or it may be a type of truth that I heard before then express in a different way. Then if the person expresses it correctly, my nature will know. If he expresses it wrongly, my nature also knows. Then I will not interfere. I will just accept him for what he is. Then I rejoice. Then if I need to move away, I just move away. But if it's something that of higher wisdom, I will know. Well, this is something I haven't learned before. And then I will listen attentively. Then I will learn. I will benefit. But if you have your views and opinion and say, no, no, this is all wrong. It's not like that. Truth is not. And then you never learn. Yeah. So giving yourself the opportunity to have an open mind to listen to truth is very important. Where truth is actually everywhere in the midst of life and nature. If you can understand this, you will understand that truth is everywhere in the midst of life and nature. So I can learn from life every moment, every instant. That's why I will understand everybody is different. Everybody got their way of expression, interaction, communication. They got their character, their personality, their views, their opinion. And from there, they act. That's why there is conflict in this world. So this is to open up a wider dimension for your Dharma understanding to be developed. Where you always cling to Dhamma, established in Dhamma, but you don't know how to apply Dhamma. 
to apply Dhamma is not only apply to yourself, apply to others' life. That's why Krishnamurti always said, it is in relationship that you learn. You understand that sentence a lot? Yeah? How many of you don't understand? Oh, then I will explain. Why did he say it's only in relationship that we learn? It's not only your relationship with your loved one. No. Life itself is about interaction. And that's all. Otherwise there is no life, true or not? So your relationship with your loved one is just one aspect. Your relationship with nature is another aspect. Your relationship with society is another aspect. And your relationship with your office colleague is another aspect. So all this involves relationship. Relationship means how you live your life in relationship to something. Yeah. There is true relationship that you see things, you understand things. You understand how you become selfish where you separate yourself from the other entity that you have relationship with. Take for example, our relationship with nature. When are you really, really loving and compassionate towards nature? Have you ever, ever thought of that? That's why my teacher always say, nature always gives. Nature gives and gives and gives. Nature has great loving kindness, great compassion. Then when he explained, he said, because the air we breathe, the water we drink come from nature. Nature never asks for anything back from you. You realize or not? But as human beings, we are so selfish. We take from nature. And what do we give back to nature? <laughs> you are polluted. You know how you pollute nature or not? The discharge is one aspect, no? understand? No? Huh? You take in the oxygen, you discharge it, carbon dioxide and all those things. Then through your, they call the nine holes of jigs. A human being got nine aperture, you know. Huh? They all release toxin, and sometimes the the thing that you don't want. Huh? Uh, so we have a lot of this discharge. Huh? So even though when you do your business, when you fart, when you brush your teeth, when you spit and all that. So you throw back a lot of pollutant to nature, not only from your physical body, from your mental negativity. You create evil thought, selfish thought, fearful thought, all those that have negative tendency. And this is what nature's law is all about. When you create a lot of negative thought, the summation of all the negative thought yeah, becomes the totality of consciousness within the area. Then if you extend it, it will become that country, its consciousness. So when that consciousness is negative, you know what happened or not? It will pollute the environment. It will cause negativity to arise, condition for negativity. That's why you have earthquake, you have forest fire, volcanic eruption, nature's disaster, everything. But this is the way 
Mother Earth has to recuperate and clean itself up. It's just like human body. Huh? Let's say we, as a human being, we have this body, we have this consciousness trapped inside. So let's say certain part in our body, could be your leg or anywhere, yeah, develop like a negativity or because you got a lot of stress, you got a lot of worry, the anxiety, then this part deteriorate. So deteriorate, it will show you the sign through what? Pain, understand? Or, or tumor, yeah? or some uh, side effect, yeah? the result of all this disease and illness. Then when you come to know, the doctor will say, we have to do a biopsy or check, then confirm. Then what you do? First thing they recommend is what? Operate. Operate means what? Cut it off. Understand? So that this one will not spread to other areas. So Mother Earth is the same. It caused the earthquake or the volcanic eruption. It's like that area, chronic one, kill all those consciousness that is negative. Understand? Then the whole thing erupts. So cause nature's disaster, clean up the polluted one, then hopefully nature will recover through its nature's process. So indirectly, we are a miniature of our planet Earth. So this is how planet Earth will deal with it. We also deal by cutting it off. The doctor will tell you, either you chop off your leg or you die. So which you prefer? So surely it's a leg I can put artificial leg. Huh? At least I still have my life. So Mother Earth also saying to survive, they have to, through nature's disaster, wipe off human beings with negativity of karmic consciousness. Karmic negativity of thought process. Then as we cultivate in relationship, we start to see our own selfishness, our own greed, our own lack of compassion and all those things. Not only towards nature, where we didn't contemplate, we didn't reflect. We think we are very, very special, we are very great. And we think we are the lord of the world, more or less. Yeah. Because the selfishness has got no limit. Yeah. You just want to own, want to possess. You never feel for others. You never have, or you seldom have right thought, wholesome thought and all that. So when you check back, basically the teaching is teaching you just to do that. Noble Eightfold Path. Having right view to understand the nature's law that governs life and existence. Then arise the right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood. Then the right effort to constantly purify. Then the mindfulness, the heedfulness, the awareness, the silent mind, to see things as they are, to awaken, to develop the right view, the Yoniso Manasikara, through listening to the Dhamma, contemplation, reflection, then straighten our view, so that we will not live the heedless life anymore, so that when we communicate with the world, with our loved ones, we will communicate with understanding, with wisdom, following Noble Eightfold Path. So this is how we learn. And this is what Krishnamurti meant by in relationship we learn. So how you live your life with your loved one, with society, with the world, 
with your own physical leg, yeah, with even fellow human beings or living beings. We have to establish based on two understandings. One is the existential world. They have this law of karma. We have a duty towards this law of karma. Then the second understanding is the unconditioned world, where in true emptiness we realize all these are not real. Empty lead to suffering. And because they are empty, it is non-self, not what you think. Empty nature of existence. So all this understanding can free your mind. It's just like I explained to Tammy, you become different. When you have this right understanding, or we call it the initial wisdom, uniso manasikara, your mind will not react like before. Stir, become angry, become emotional, become unhappy, become fearful, with a lot of phobia, insecurity. Then we don't act according to our views, opinion, and conditioning, even our traditions. Tradition means your pantang. Uh, yeah, all this lead to fear. Then, like, just now on the car while coming here, uh, I think Manyan was driving us. Uh, then she asked some questions. Uh, then I listened. Then I advised her. I say we have to be attentive when <laughs> we listen. You know, when I gave her instruction, because I think she's not used to it, she was quite confused. Uh, I said, traffic light, turn left. Before traffic light, there was a left turn junction. Also. Then he said, turn left here. I said, the instruction is traffic light, turn left. You haven't even reached that traffic light. So how can you turn left? So it means you are not listening. When you listen attentively, you listen to the words. You don't listen and assume you have listened. Your Monday mind is so conditioned. And as a, you only heard the word turn left. Then you don't know here turn or there turn. <laughs> uh, then the best is when he reached certain part, uh, got three, you know, right, center or left. Uh, never ask. Just turn left first. Then the moment he turned left, I said, wrong already. Need to turn right. Oh. Then panic, want to turn right. I said, don't worry, go straight. You're already on the wrong road, Anasana. You panic also, no use. So we have to take a longer detour to come back to NGA Bang's house. I said, no problem. You make this type of mistake while in life, nothing serious, eh? At the most, you arrive late on it, eh? But if you make serious mistake karmically, there is no turning back, Anasana, no detour, Anasana. So we need to learn. So learn means. The art of listening is very important. You listen attentively. She was trying to explain things to me, and she was trying to drive. So when you multitask, chances is, unless you are very skillful, your mindfulness is very good, your alertness is very clear. Otherwise, you were lost in thought. Then I saw the lapse in thought eh, many times. Then sometimes the thought affects her. So I say, you don't worry. You have to learn. Life is what? Life is your best teacher, understand that? It's in life that you learn. In life, you establish all this understanding. 
If it's not life, where can you learn? You can never learn. That's why life is your greatest teacher. My teacher, Achanyantra, always tell me, life itself is his greatest teacher. Uh, he learned a lot of things from nature. Yeah. And Krishnamurti, that sentence, full of meaning. Well, when I heard that sentence, I knew he was correct. In relationship, we learn. Without relationship, you cannot learn. Because you cannot see your own, we call it weak point, understand that? Our own delusion, emotional negativity, our own selfishness, our own fear, our own phobia, insecurity, jealousy, envy, all these things. So these are evil roots. They are inherent in the mundane mind of living being. So without awareness, you cannot be aware of them. When you cannot be aware of them, you cannot understand how you become learned. That is what the Dhamma is all about. That's why the Buddha said the second noble truth is the cause of arising of suffering. So the cause is always of your self-delusion that condition your evil roots your greed, hatred, and delusion. So all those things that I described just now is part of the three evil roots. Your fear, your phobia, your selfishness, your desire, your craving, your envy, your jealousy, your lack of self-confidence, all those things. This is what Dhamma is all about. But to see this, you need awareness. You need fatigue. Otherwise, you cannot free. <laughs> then always remember, the thought is the thought. Awareness that see the thought is different. <laughs> so don't get yourself trapped in the thought. If you are trapped in the thought, like Krishna motif, say, thought can come in many forms. True word is divine. Thought is limited. And thought create all this delusion for you to grasp and hope and you give too much meaning to thought but when you have the wisdom thought become beautiful thought become your good friend but before the wisdom and the right view thought is always egoic and destroy you and create a lot of suffering for living beings that's why the Buddha says Sabbe Sankara is that all thought is impermanent they come and they go Sankara Dukkang, all thought lead to suffering when you don't have wisdom. So why do you think? The moment you think, you proje- you tend to project your fear, your worry, your anxiety. Then why think? But you say this is your problem. If I don't think I cannot resolve it. You never check that statement. Huh? Are you sure that is the truth? Like Ryan Kathy said. Do you need to think to understand the problem? Thinking cannot solve your problem. Thinking can give you maybe knowledge, make you more smart, more cunning, but it can never make you wise. Understand? Thought is limited. Thought is just thought. Wisdom comes from awareness that understand. When you understand, it's not a knowledge. That understanding can free your mind, can liberate your mind. But the understanding know how to solve the problem, transcend the problem, liberate the mind. 
But if it's knowledge, it will not. Where it's rigid, it will always act the same way using your views, opinion, and knowledge, which is memory. So now is the time for you to have this understanding to expand your Dhamma cultivation yeah, into life. And this is where you really learn. Because the whole of Noble Eightfold Path, like I explained last time, is about life. We could go through one more time. Huh? What is the first path factor? Huh? Noble Eightfold Path. Ah, right? Right one. Ah, right view regards to what? Ah, law of karma means how this nature's law of karma, which the Buddha already explained very clearly, function. We are all born of our karma, heir to our karma, conditioned and supported by our karma. And we are what we are because of karma. So this first very important statement or truth about the law of karma, the Buddha say you have to reflect every day. And this is the fifth contemplation. So if you have reflected, what is your conclusion? When you know that you are born of your karma, heir to your karma, conditioned and supported by your karma, and you are what you are because of your karma, what must you do? What must you do? You are never contemplative. Ah, take care of karma. Why must you take care of that? Everything points towards that. Your entire life depends on karma. You are born of it. You inherit all of it. And you are what you are because of it. And every moment, every instant is support and condition your life. Then what are you waiting for? You go and believe Feng Shui. You go and believe the medium. You go and believe all the topic gong and all those things. For what? But you never take care of karma. Nothing works. Unless you take care of karma. So this one is very important. Then this one will allow you to have the initial wisdom, which is part of your new somanaska, to determine to take care of karma. So how do you take care of karma? You have to follow the advice of the Buddha. And it's very clear. I have to avoid all evil. I have to cultivate wholesomeness. Then I have to purify my mind to develop wisdom. How to avoid evil? The Buddha said, what constitutes evil? The three evil rules. And to avoid evil, you must keep the minimum five percent. That's how the teaching comes about. That's why from there, you straight away see the importance of keeping the five percent. You have to undertake the training rule to abstain. To do that, you need mindfulness. That's why the Avijja Sutta is very clear. Without mindfulness, without initial wisdom, without knowing what constitutes evil, you cannot keep your precept. You cannot avoid evil. And you check all the five precepts. Who break them? Who violate them? Evil people with the selfishness, with the delusion, with the emotional negativity or violent people with a lot of anger, hatred, jealousy and all those things. Envy and jealousy. So when you start to see this, you start to understand how the Buddha's advice come about, how the teaching unfolds. 
So noble eightfold path is very powerful. Right view leading to Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. your children just came back, huh? don't worry. <laughs> so right view leading to all the right things that you do in life. So this first right view is very important, very powerful. Then what is the second right view? Yeah? Second right view is what? Uh, the law of mind, Chitta Niyama. And under the teaching, the Buddha say, your mind function this way. There is a law, he call it, the law of dependent origination, or they call Paticca Samupada. So, there is another Pali word, Itta Pachyata. Itta Pachyata is also the same meaning as Paticca Samupada, means the law of dependent origination, so the dwelling. It always starts with Avijja. Avijja, Pachya, Sankara. And that day at Malacca, surprisingly, they can recite all the twelve, but they cannot understand most of them. Uh, they got it wrong over three periods of time. So all these are very important. If we can understand how we function as a human being, how our mind operates, we become different. Then we will understand how, as a human being, how we actually interact with the world and how we know the world. A lot of human beings never, never find out. They take for granted because we have the senses. We can see things, hear things, smell things, taste things, tactile feel and the thought process. This is how you interact with the world. You got your senses. The five basic physical senses. Then you have a brain that can create thought process. Then you have a consciousness trapped inside. So upon contact of our mind with the respective sense organ, we can become conscious. So consciousness is part of our ability. We can be conscious of what we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we taste, what we tactile feel and think. This is what we are. This is how we function as a human being. Without the senses, you are like dead. You don't exist. You need the senses. And if you are mindful, silent in your meditation, you can see how it arises. What is the meaning of contact? Upon contact, what actually happened? We are in the dependent origination, you all learn a new single dimension. They always say, upon contact, huh? uh, feeling arises. Pasa, pachya, vedana. Then I ask the molecular people, are you sure? You go and check. And then I draw the physics experiment, the bulb, the light bulb, the switch and the battery. I say, when you switch on, what happens? The light bulb lights up in there. And the lighting up is like you become conscious of what you see or what you hear. So that lighting up is a natural process. When the battery is in proper functioning condition, the switch, then the light bulb, then it lights up. Nature's law. You don't need a God or a soul inside there to make you see. Then they start to understand. Then I say, upon lighting up, this is the seeing consciously. The Buddha said, in the seeing, it's just the seeing consciousness. Just that consciousness. No one to see. Yet. But through delusion, we straight away associate with the seeing. 
Then the big ego, the I, straight away come out. I see. And how did the I manifest? Then you associate through your memory, your personality, your ego, your identity of who you are. That's why you say, I see. Then the observer is separated from what he sees. That's why Krishnamurti says division arises through the mundane mind. So when you start to understand all this and you silence your mind and see, in the moment of seeing, there is no observer to observe. It's just the consciousness, just aware. But when you input the wrong content through your views, opinion, conditioning and memory, then only the separation arises because of the egoic mind. But when you are aware and you see all this, then you realize this is a nature's process. The moment it arises, just the consciousness, pure. Then the content went in through your conditioning, your belief system, your wrong view. This is the wrong way of acting. You act this way, you get yourself entangled. That's why through this you learn. Life itself is your greatest teacher. You learn. Then you tell yourself, how can I see things as they are, like the Buddha said? In the seeing, it's only the seeing consciousness. It means the direct seeing, before the words, before the concept, before all this input of wrong content. Then I see things as they are. That's why you need mindfulness. You need awareness. You need the daily mindfulness to be aware. Not to immediately lash on and spur your mind. Because without wisdom, you need so manasikara. At the moment of sense experience, you will stir your mind. You cannot cut a feeling, knowing. So you need so manasikara. Wisdom at the moment of sense experience is very important. And this one comes about through reflection, contemplation, and listening to the Dhamma. That's how the Avijja Sutta started. By having Dhamma friends, to have the condition to listen to Dhamma, to straighten your view, to develop the faith in the Triple Gem, then only you arise the initial wisdom to the first and second turning wisdom. Listening, reflect, contemplate, and inquire. Then after that, you determine to cultivate daily mindfulness so that you are able to be aware of all this. Uh, then only you can have sense restraint then your senses will not simply do things. Then you will not input the wrong content, you will not stir your mind, you become different. Yeah? Like I explained to Tammy just now, uh, you have a choice. You know the old way leads to hitlessness. The old way of reaction, acting according to memory, leads to fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow, lamentation, selfishness, the evil root and all those things. Then the other way to act is true wisdom. When you can see all this and you are not deluded, you have the right view, then you can be with the moment in silent awareness to accept the reality of the moment. So if I accept true understanding, means like the Buddha said, whatever that arise in this world, there are causes and conditions behind. And most of the time it's related to karma because of the first right view. Then I accept. There is either what I did in the past, that condition this, yeah. or there are some other reason for it, then it arises. So when it arises, this is a reality. 
I should not react and blame people. I should not project my thought and create fear, worry, anxiety. This is what human beings who don't have wisdom do. When the doctor say you got cancer, straight away their face, puchat. You know what is puchat? Develop the fear, then the thoughts start to project. Oh. And that fear, the anxiety can be so intense because you think this body belongs to you and you don't know how to confront life. You don't know how to confront this reality which not only you as a human being has to go through, every living being that lives long enough has to confront and go through. So what must you do? The Buddha say you got two choices. React to it and develop the fear and become miserable. And it's not going to help you. You are going to be worse. The second option is through wisdom, accept it as a reality, then ask yourself with a calm mind, with clarity, okay? What actually happened? The doctor says something, understand? Okay, I accept it with an open mind. Then I tell myself, what is my option? What can I do? How can I move from here? I have to act in that. So how should I act? I will not act with fear, worry, anxiety from memory, conditioning, and panic. No more. I act with understanding. Very likely it's karma. So I accept. Then I do what I have to do. If I need to ask for a second opinion, I go and seek second opinion. If I need to ask for forgiveness, I ask for forgiveness. Then if I need to repent, I repent by following the advice of the Buddha. Then I change my karma, understand? I change the way I approach life, the way I live my life. Then when I cultivate according to the advice of the Buddha, I develop merits, wholesomeness. It's like your spiritual wealth. Then the third solution is to invoke power of merits for turnaround, for causes and conditions for you to recover. And these are more tangible as compared to worry, fear, anxiety, which will never help you. This one will help you. And when you seek second opinion, you should seek from doctors who had the experience. Or you can seek from people who have recovered from it. Or people who can advise you and all these things. Then you develop the understanding that your body sends you a signal to tell you that you have been living your life wrongly. Otherwise you won't have this disease. Understand? It's either from your coming past or this life you subject yourself to tremendous stress, fear, worry, anxiety, mental negativity that condition your cancer or whatever. Yeah, without all this stress and all those things, you will not be in that present situation. Or sometimes you abuse your body. You didn't eat the right food or nutrient or nutriment. Means your diet is wrong. You either drink, smoke or whatever. Uh, and not enough rest and all these things. So you have to change your lifestyle. You have to change the way you live your life, your diet. You know, the way you arise your thought and all those things. And this will help you, turn you around and make you a better person. And you will recover, just like Anita Mujani. So these are the understanding from the teaching. So when you have this understanding, you become different. Then you see clearly that the form and mind is just the form and mind. 
impermanent, lead to suffering, empty, non-self, not you. Then you realize this is karmically conditioned out for you to come to this world, to live life, to experience life. So use it. Don't go and worry about it getting old, getting sick and die. Then you have wisdom, you have understanding. Then there's another nature within that never die. Silent your mind to realize it, to experience it, to understand. Then there is no such thing as death. Who died? What died? Nothing died. It's just the form and mind. And the awareness within. So this is how wisdom can become very penetrative. The Dhamma can actually transform you. Yeah. Then of course the third right view is Dhamma Nupasana. All the essential Dhamma that the Buddha teach, especially the Four Noble Truths and the teaching that spin off from there. Mm. So from this right view, you are like different. You know the secret of life. You know the law that governs life and existence. So when you know the secret of life, you know how to live life. Then you know how to free your mind from all the unnecessary entanglement or suffering in life. So right view is very important. Right view is like a person with wisdom, with understanding of life, and he knows how to live life, then he need not suffer. That's why you need this right understanding or right view to live life. So noble evil power is part of life. Then with right view, you will know how to arise the right thought, right speech, right action, and right livelihood. That's how you turn your life around. You become beautiful, where you are incapable of negativity. So while you live life, you need to interact, isn't it? You need to arise your thought. You need to act. You need to speak. You need to communicate. So all this power factor of right thought, right speech, right action, and right livelihood is part of life. That's why I say life itself is your greatest teacher. And this is what Noble Eightfold Path is all about. It's about life. Then the four right effort is about life itself too. The constant right effort to purify yourself, to abandon the wrong thought, wrong speech, wrong action, and the wrong way you live your life. Then to have the right effort to prevent all this wrong action, wrong thought, wrong speech from arising. Then the right effort to arise the right thought, right speech, right action that are still not in you. And to refine upon it and perfect it. So all this fall into place is related to life. Then the seventh power factor is mindfulness. Without mindfulness, you are as if dead. Because without mindfulness, you are heedless. And the heedless are as if dead. You don't stand a chance. With mindfulness, you are aware. You can see things as they are. You can understand many, many things. But without mindfulness, you are lost in thought. You are heedless. You are really, really spiritually dead, as if dead. So mindfulness is very important. That's why all of meditation points towards training the mind to be aware, to be mindful. And I always explain, the moment you are without thought, you are already aware. So don't try to be aware. Learn to be quiet, silent, peaceful within. And without spiritual faculty, you can't do that. 
That's why you need the spiritual faculty. Otherwise, you depend on method and technique, meditation object, yeah? which most people do, but they don't understand. That's why they cannot progress in the meditation. Then with sati, once you have developed it very well, it can help you investigate the Dhamma. It can help you stabilize the mind and develop Samadhi, so that this mind is not only quiet, peaceful, aware within, it is collected, unwavering. Then it can see things as they are, to awaken, to arise the wisdom and all those things. So this is what Noble Evil Power is all about. It's about life. So this part is very important. That's why I always say, life itself is your greatest teacher. You learn from life. And to live life, you must have relationship with a lot of things in life. With your loved ones, <laughs> with society, relationship with nature, yeah. even your office colleague, yeah. your friends, yeah. your brothers, your sister, your parents. They all have relationship with you, even your pets, understand? And your fellow colleague, yeah. and your neighbors, and also your fellow countrymen, yeah. all of the living beings within this planet Earth, and also within the entire existence. You are not alone in this universe. You live among many. Yeah. So when you have this understanding, your compassion, your understanding, your wisdom, they will continuously shine for and grow. And this will be something that is very useful for you to develop the understanding of life, to be a blessing to all, so that you can be really a transformed living being, a transformed human being. So today I will share up to here first. Huh? You got any question you can ask? Yeah, you can rejoice. Huh? The side, Then not to forget, huh? let the owner huh? say a few words. <laughs> okay, Pang and Angie. Yeah. <laughs> Both also say something. <laughs> Thank you, right here. It is much gratitude that uh, I am very thankful to Bertil and Steel for taking time today to come to attend this house dana, and also not forgetting all the Kalyana Mitas uh, for coming today. Uh, it is such a wonderful thing. Uh, in fact, I wanted to have this house dana much, much earlier. Just that the condition is not there. Um, so, sadhu, very a big sadhu to all of you. Um, I'm also very thankful to all the Kalyanamitas uh, for the friendship and the sharing of the Dhamma. Um, it's such a wonderful journey so far. Um, I've learned a lot. Especially from Bertil. Uh, when I first met Bertil some years ago, uh, I was the typical 
uh, Theravadin. Uh, we always know how to study the Sutta, read the Sutta, you know, but not really understanding what the Sutta is saying. So I tried reading the Sutta, but then, you know, it, instead of improving my understanding, I got more confused. <laughs> and I read, in, in fact, I read so much of the Sutta that I said, hey, it's like a storybook, you know. It's all story after story after story, but the lessons in each one of the story is so profound yeah. that yeah. if you do not really uh, reflect on it, you can never catch it. Yeah. And Very this point, true. this yeah. point, I like Very to thank Brother Tio for putting <laughs> yeah. in perspective uh, yeah. of what the true meaning is, you know, behind the suttas. Yeah, sadhu. Let us rejoice. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Also, you can thank Kajamita for taking their precious time off eh, to attend and to share eh, their time with us. Our heartfelt thanks to all of you yeah, yeah, for yeah. coming this afternoon yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for today. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now it's Angie's turn. Eh? <laughs> Very good afternoon to Brother Tio, Mrs. Tio, and all our Kalanyamita friends. It's, um, it's very honored of us to be able to host today's Hausana and see so many uh, of our Kalanyamita's uh, friends coming uh, to, to, to um, share with us, you know, uh, uh, our partake in the, yeah, the Hausana of the Hausana. Um, as with uh, life, like uh, Brother Till always shared with us uh, that uh, uh, there's uh, so many um, things to learn. You know, every day is a new thing to learn. That's why life itself is your greatest teacher. In life, yeah. you learn, provided you are mindful, heedful. <laughs> and everything you do become a lesson for you. Uh, and you can learn very profound teaching in life. Without life, there is no learning. You cannot see anything. You are blind. Uh, that's why you have to move into life. Those who went into seclusion, they don't learn, I tell you. They experience peace, tremendous peace, good mind state. But when they come out, they cannot interact. They don't know how to live because they don't know how to establish relationship. They don't know what duty is. The law of karma are not clear. Hmm. Very good. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Like uh, you know, we try to uh, to make the today's hausana as smooth as possible. That's why you know, like a few weeks ago, I already hauled <laughs> this uh, ketra. Book, book the ketra. Yeah. Uh, uh. That's why this is life. All of a sudden, that message come. How you react? Understand? Uh, whether you have acceptance or not. Otherwise, you panic. Huh, so, but luckily, you and Pang didn't panic. Huh? <laughs> you just send out SOS. Anybody got any contact? Huh? Actually, God, but they went for retreat. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, choice is a very good caterer. Oh, last time, my daughter's wedding, she did the catering for my daughter's house wedding. Huh? So, they, they got a lot of contact. Huh? But I couldn't recommend her. Where she already off for the retreat on Saturday or well, I think Saturday. Uh, 
so but no problem. She finally cooked herself. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> turned out to be very, very nice behood. Sadio, That's why when you act and flow, you don't panic. It's meant to be. Sometimes it's a test. Uh, so then you get more prepared. Like just now, I say you want to do the puja. I ask around. I say, you got candle, or not? you got incense, you got tree, or not? then straight away Angie said, I think I get Pang to come and <laughs> Then Pang came, Pang also cannot find, but luckily he found the candle. <laughs> so you learn, because you're not prepared. This is what life is all about. So learning is a process. Don't be shy. It is true learning that you mature, you develop right view, right understanding. If you don't go through life, you cannot learn. When I was young, I made mistake too. Yeah. I also killed mosquito. Well, I don't know that time. Uh, I also learned my lesson when I fall down, when I make mistake. Yeah. But because of my good karma, my mistakes are very small, <laughs> not an issue at all. But most of the time, my life is very, very blessed. Uh, really very blessed. Like you can never even plan it that way. Uh, it turned out better than if given to me to plan. Uh, I can't plan it so well. Everything just not only fall into place. It turned out so wonderfully, so beautifully. Yeah. Then everything just unfolds. Then I realize I don't have to do anything. I just have to accord and flow and rejoice. Uh, then life just unfolds. Because everything like already set from the past understanding, past cultivation. It already prepared the whole thing for my this segmented life to come beautifully, inherit them, and it just understand and it just know what to do. That's why you take care of karma. Your karma will take care of your life, and you will be blessed. You will be beautiful, yeah. and most of you are blessed because otherwise you cannot meet the dhamma. Yeah. You cannot have such good life. Yeah. And most of the will know after they know the Dhamma, their life improves tremendously. And they have less, much, much more less problem and confusion like before. Now they know how to attend to things. Their thought process, their mind states are so much more stable with clarity, with understanding. They don't panic like before. They always remember the two things that I say. Whatever happens in life, don't panic. Don't fear. Oh. A few of these Kayamita told me already say, Your brother very good. When they were overseer, their thing was stolen no. You panic or not? Your IC, your passport, your purse, your money, oh God. But they remember this word now. Oh well, don't panic. It will help you. Do not fear. Calm down. Then take a deep breath. And then ask yourself, What can I do? How can I overcome all this? How can I resolve all this amicably? And then they do what they have to do. They turn out to be a blessing. Then everything resolved. You panic also no use. You have to attend to the issue. Resolve the problem with understanding. So when you don't panic, don't fear, you have clarity. You are peaceful. You can act more clearly with understanding. Because the fear and the panic, more often than not, drive you crazy. You freak and you shout and you don't know what to do. You just panic down there. 
Uh, and it's not going to help you. Then sometimes you get angry, you scold your spouse. You say, you ask you to look after all this, you don't want. Uh, so, and now, more conflict. This is what human beings who don't have the understanding will do. Uh, that's why when you understand, you will not blame, you will not do all these things. Even my children, when they are young, when they just got their driving license, you know, a new driver <laughs> always got car accident. Huh? Yeah. And when they got car accident, I never scolded. I said, learn. That's it. Uh, next time, be more watchful, be more mindful or careful. Then you learn. Uh, because life itself is a lesson. Learn from life. Yeah. Then they start to have this confidence. Uh, yeah, the first thing the kids fear is come back to the bamboo already. Your car damaged, you got to pay people, you got to go and send for repair. Everything. I said, no. I just asked them, what happened? Then they say, this is okay. I said, we go and do what we have to do. Tell the other side, don't worry, we got insurance. You want to claim, you claim. My insurance is there. Uh, then we go and make a police report. Then I teach them how to resolve it. So next time, no need to worry, no need to panic. That's how they learn. So now got anything, they themselves handle. Uh, but touch wood, so far so good. The last almost 10 over 20 years, they don't have problem anymore. Uh, but new driver, you have to learn. Yeah, you make mistakes very easily. Uh, so this is life. Huh? From life, you learn. Have a goal. There's no point. No amount of scolding can actually bring forth the desired result. You scold because you are angry. <laughs> you are not happy. But it won't solve all problems. Uh, but sometimes if you want to train your children, you have to raise your voice. You raise your voice. You, you are not really scolding them because you meant for their good. But they need to learn. But sometimes they take for granted. You, you are too you call what chinchaya or too soft. Uh, they climb over your head, you know. Uh, I say, uh, yeah, okay, well, uh, daddy, mommy won't say anything. Uh, uh, they will help me to go and send to workshop everything. Uh, uh, I never do that. <laughs> I, I say, don't worry, you do it. Then after that, I ask them to monitor. Uh, which workshop you understand? Uh, or let them learn. Uh, then after that, you go and make contact and call up. When can you get your car or this thing? follow up with the issue and all those things. That's how they learn. Otherwise, they don't even know where to buy road tax and insurance. How their car actually are available for them to drive. Also, they don't know. Where everything is Papa, Mama. <laughs> no, let them learn. Let them go through. Let them help you. That's what my father did to me. He sent me to the bank when I was Form 3, Form 4. Help him to bank in money. Help him to fill up the form, open account, everything. That's how I learned. Yeah, my father got a small business. Yeah. So I learned and I appreciate yeah, when I went to the uni, I know how to open account. I know how to fill out all those things. I know how to put FD, all those things. I don't have to learn anymore because this was learned when I was young. Hmm. Okay, very good. Anything else, yeah, Angie? Yeah. yeah. So, we, so we managed to to uh, yeah have uh, two types of bihun. Yeah. <laughs> we got one tongyam and one. Nice. 
Uh, normal, which is very nice. So it turned out to be a blessing, huh? Uh, yeah, Sadio. a blessing. Uh. Uh, yeah. I think it's part of life, you yeah, know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, after uh, learning more dharma and practicing dharma, yeah. learning meditation, uh, I've come to you know to uh, be more um, aware that yeah. uh, uh-huh. we always must have like uh, you know uh, collected mind, yeah. you know, peaceful, uh, yes. calm, yeah. and that is uh, like having the end. You know, uh, you want the uh, what is the the end in mind? Ah, you know, before, very good. Yeah. Right before you do something, yeah, so yeah. that's why we say, oh, we must uh, be <laughs> peaceful and just. Yeah. This morning we managed to <laughs> put up the the yeah, moon yeah. and it's very good that uh, we have. I have uh, learned more, uh, have uh, uh, cultivate more wisdom. Yeah. And you need so manasikara, manasikara, wise attention at the moment, same experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, really helped a lot. Yeah, helped a lot. Uh, Thank you very much to Brother mm, Tio and Sadio, all the Sadio, And to add on to what uh, Angie has created the condition to share, always remember, when you are going through life, when you meet with situation, that is the best opportunity to learn. Uh, and the focus is what? Resolve problem. Understand? Remember, uh, first, don't panic. Yeah? Then don't fear. Second is focus on resolving issue. Understand? Huh? You know what is resolving issue? Huh? Don't go and allow your ego to get angry and argue and scold people. That is not focus on resolving issue. Even in the office when I was working, you know, in meeting, huh? argue on a lot of this type of problem. Huh? Everybody take care of their own department as well. So we call take care of their own backside and well, so that they don't get into trouble. Then they just play point finger here and there. So whenever I chair the meeting, I say, please remember, we are from one organization. We are from one entity. So organization objective is one. We are one. You need to go in separate. So in the meeting, you got issue, you raise. This is our office problem. How can we resolve it? The best way to resolve it, which department can help? Volunteer. And then become different. Understand? Then everybody very keen to help. Understand? Last time, divide into department, they keep quiet first. Then you ask them, they say, I don't know, this is HR, nothing to do with me. I ask for staff, never come. This is not solving your problem, is it? Then the HR fellow will retaliate. Yeah. You think, Maggie Mia, today ask, tomorrow get her. I had to call interviewer. So you listen to this type of story, yeah? your job never get done. So how to resolve it? So you have to tell them all. If it's urgent, don't go through the normal process. If you don't have the authority to approve, you come and see me. For financial authority. I don't care. You are the HR. Get it. Urgent. If it's not urgent, of course, you can go through the normal procedure. Advertise. Nowadays we got advertiser. Nowadays online. Huh? Nowadays word of mouth. Word of mouth is the best one. Oh, SOS, like NG did. Huh? Go to the Microsoft website. Oh, then God don't say I come back to you. Huh? Was it you? Huh? Was it you that say you will come back? Ah, but, uh, oh. <laughs> then somebody will respond. And the best is contact somebody that can 
give you some feedback, uh, reliable feedback. Huh? Like last time they want to hire people. Huh? I remember they always come and see me. But you got any Buddhist friend or not? They say no Buddhist friend. Keep the research. I won't steal at all. They always look for this. I say I got no more. I out of the industry. I think almost. I retired since the year 2001. I was 17 years already. You don't come and ask me to give you a name. I said, last time you come, I can give you a name. But now, no point. I'm out of the industry. They say uh, they like Buddhism. Uh, because not like other uh, lazy, every time, uh, medical leave. Uh, they say Buddhists don't do that. Uh, no. Buddhists, because they know they don't want to cheat. <laughs> so, they keep the precept and they are very sincere. And you really appreciate what they do. They really work for you. And they like this type of stuff. So there are advantages for us as Buddhists. Your people trust us. But don't go and create a situation where that trust is being uh, mismanaged. <laughs> Then you get all the other Buddhists into trouble. They say, Kong only Buddhists. Ego Buddhists. They also do the same thing. And then the Buddhist name is Tanish. So never allow that to happen. But so far, so good. So focus on solving problem means what? Ask yourself, who is good at that? And then, especially if you are married, easier. You have a spouse. So two person is better than one person in that. Uh, then if one person shy uh, or not brave enough, can we go together? Uh, uh, then you got contact, I got contact, and I call a few. Your problem will be resolved very fast. Understand? Then you got more confident working together. So when you have this understanding, your relationship with your spouse flourish. They become better. Understand? And I got a lot of kayamata, thank me, but thank you so much. Ever since my wife come to know the Dhamma, my life becomes so much better <laughs> than the other way around. Ever since my husband come to know the Dhamma, my life also becomes so much better. Oh, now they are so considerate. Yeah? They are very sensitive, no longer like last time. They only just take care of themselves. So sensitivity comes from understanding. When we are sensitive, means we feel it. If we do this to people, what happens if people do the same thing to us? Are we happy? If we are not happy, then how can we do to people? That's why do not do out to somebody things that you do not want to do to yourself. Uh, like cheating people, deceiving people, making people angry, unhappy. Hmm. So, once you have this understanding, your character, your personality, the way you live your life and engage with people become different because you are sensitive. You are more loving, more compassionate. You got no more negativity of mind state to take advantage of people. To become emotional and unhappy or smarting. Then your mind stays different because you will not fear and develop the, the anxiety so easily like last time. You develop more confidence in yourself. 
Well, you know, with the Dhamma, you can resolve everything in life. The first noble truth, prevalence of suffering, the reality of life and existence, you understand them all. And you will know how to resolve it, well, you know the cause behind it. So, with that understanding, you apply the noble eightfold path, it will be resolved. And noble eightfold path is the best way to act. Yeah, this is acting without negativity, acting with right view, right understanding and wisdom. And this is what Dhamma is all about. Resolve issue by acting with noble eightfold power that is incapable of negativity. That's why you can resolve things amicably without creating karma. And that is the ultimate intention of all action, born of the teaching. Born of wisdom. Mm. Okay. Yeah, sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Yeah. Yeah. So very good. Yeah. So that's all. Eh? So we would like to thank eh, Brother Pang and Angie eh, for, again, eh, creating the condition for uh, all us, Kayamita, uh, eh, to partake in this uh, house dana. Eh, and and all the wholesomeness that accomplish it. Then also, maybe it will allow us to have the good condition to discuss the Dhamma in more detail from now onward. Okay, anybody wants to ask any question? Oh, we are still early, huh? Not yet 2 o'clock. <laughs> what, what time you want to start? 2.30? Yeah, 2.30 is about nice, huh? Sorry, Brother Yeah, Tio. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like, besides yeah. thanking Brother Tio, yeah, yeah. Brother Tio and all the other meters, I'd like to thank um, uh, Sister Manyan also yeah, for yeah, yeah, for fetching me. <laughs> Sadhu. 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 Yeah, she want to come at 10. I said, too early, but <laughs> 10.30 will do. Yeah, she's scared she don't know the way. I said, I know the way. She said, Oh, you know the way, is it? Next to Sui An's house. <laughs> 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 she also didn't know. <laughs> yeah. That's why there was a lot of fun just now when she was driving us here. <laughs> and she learned. <laughs> and for those who don't know Manyana, she works with Bang Nagara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, senior uh, senior staff. Uh. Oh, he's a manager. Uh-huh. She money changer department. All the money changer under her. Uh. Uh. <laughs> All the money changer salute and tape her. Uh. Yeah, their license depend on her renewal. <laughs> <coughs> No question. Huh? Everything understood. Huh? Oh, everybody already very wise. <laughs> ah, yeah, common. Pass the mic. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Brother Tio, I just wanted yeah. to ask, uh, just yeah. like when we were at that site, right? Ah, yes. I just wanted to ask, why is ah. it that we touch the table? Oh, you rejoice, understand? Uh, because we make offering, understand? Sadu. It's just like when Sui An start or Pang start. After they make the offering to the triple jam, eh? they pass to me, I touch. What did I say? Sadhu. Means I also make offer. Eh? So when you touch, means you make the offering. 
And then you can rejoice. So sometimes you don't have to touch, you assume you touch. Then <laughs> you rejoice, it's the same. They rejoice, but you didn't get to offer. You touch, you get to offer. It's good that you ask. <laughs> A lot of people, they just follow. Follow without understanding. Then suddenly they ask me, Matthew, why you offer, you must push it up like that. Then bring it down. <laughs> so all sorts of questions. Huh? <laughs> because when we offer, we must show our sincerity. That's uh, do, uh, then we offer. Uh, so when you offer up, you have to bring it down. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you're holding up there and pass it over. That's why you sadu. Uh, then you make the offer. Uh, uh, so. Different country, different culture, they do differently. Uh, so, uh, sometimes you don't have to do it this way. Uh, like my mother put all on the table. Uh, then she kneel on the floor. Then she talked to the Kwanim or <laughs> talked to the Dinti. Uh, you say, uh, this is my sincere offering to you. Uh, uh, I know you love chicken. You know. <laughs> and she, she was just communicate with them through the normal way. And I always hear her saying this, uh, hopefully Kuan Yin can protect my family, uh, give us the good blessing so that my children uh, all, uh, will not have disease and all those things. Uh, they will have the safe passage while they go to school and come back. Uh, they will do well in their studies. Uh, they will become good children, all this. So she is doing everything for us. That's why there is selflessness. And she did all this is because she believed she has a duty. All the children eh, are her children. <laughs> and to her, family is most important. That's why my mother worked very hard. <laughs> and she was rewarded. <laughs> she woke up very early. Uh, or something, find something. You just imagine uh, nine children with my father, ten, my grandmother, eleven, and her twelve. All our clothing she wash, all our clothing she make, tailor herself. <laughs> then every day three meal: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Then last time no gas, got to go and get a firewood chop, saw, cut. Dry. <laughs> oh, then you got to get sawdust, put the bottle in the middle, then put kerosene, then build fire. No fridge. Just a simple kitchenette. Uh, then everything she got to do, our uniform, our shoes, she got to make sure it's ready for us. Uh, then rain or shine, cannot take leave. No sick leave. Uh, then deliver so many babies. Eh? Walk until last day, water back burst only, go hospital. Eh? Uh, and come back, of course, she, during the confinement, she rest for a week. Uh, my grandmother helped her. After that, she walk again. So such, to us, it's tough life. Eh? You know what my mother told me? Eh? This is nothing. The moment I am out of China, I'm out of suffering world. <laughs> oh! Yeah, she got gratitude, understand? Because in Malaysia, I say, uh, our land are so fertile, 
plant anything also grow on it. In China, a mountain, barren, got to terrace, got to bring water from the pond and up the hill every day, do the same routine. Here, no need. The sky will pour the rain, is it? Ample rain. That's why she appreciates. She got gratitude. That's why everything go her way. And she talked to the plant. And, and the plant, I tell you, they respond. My wife also knows. She like green finger. Now, everything she plants on small plant, I grow very well. Chili also grow very well. That's why you must have love. When there is love, they can feel you. So, Dhamma is not just textbook. <laughs> From life, I saw what my mother did. And I saw how that love, that gratitude really worked. And we were so blessed. Whole family. <laughs> and two dollar, two ringgit, you know, whole family, twelve of us, uh, survived. Uh, now two ringgit. Uh, breakfast also not enough. <laughs> breakfast also you need seven, eight ringgit. Uh, but you say inflation. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Brother Teo, yeah. you know, um, when we talk about uh, life, yeah. you know, and like uh, you always uh, quote uh, uh, J. Krishnamurti, yeah. in his book of life, he, ah, yes. yeah, he very good book. Yeah, yeah, very good uh, values about, you know, um, mm. that life is, um, you know, uh, full of challenges, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and that, uh, you know, it, the, the moment uh, we realize the truth, you know, and yeah. See uh, things with our true mind, mm. you know, because we have to live with two minds, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, mundane yeah. mind and yeah, the true yeah, mind. Right. So it's just uh, very, you know, it's, it's uh, the, the the world, the life is actually about the truth. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So you understanding yeah, truth. the yeah. truth, yeah. Uh, understanding the truth, and yeah. live life with. Um, uh, uh, wisdom, you know, with, uh, wisdom. Uh, and uh, so you see like uh, our Kalyanamita uh, yeah, website yeah, yeah. right ah, yes. yeah, if we want to reach uh, a, a bigger yeah. audience and to save yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, sentient beings especially uh, yeah. those you know who are suffering in the Arab world you know they are I think there's a lot of strife in the in the Arab world you know yeah, the, yeah, between yeah. the Sunnis <laughs> and the Shias yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. so these are the people you know with our bodhisattva vows, uh, we, we probably have to save them also, you know. And uh, so when I recite uh, the, our bodhisattva uh, vows, yeah, uh, yeah. we have to save all sentient yeah, beings. Yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, uh, yeah. how are we going to save these people? You know, they have okay. so much illusion, okay, okay. illusion, and yeah. they, you know, they're, Very good question, yeah, they're yeah. teaching <laughs> is teaching them to yeah, be yeah, yeah. to be so, you know, there's so yeah, much uh, yeah. misgivings in them and uh, so much yeah, uh, illusion. Yeah. Yeah. So, how are we going to save them? Very good. Okay. Thank you, Brother. Better use your mic. <laughs> battery, battery can last longer. We are just now, this cordless one, Brad Tim say, battery no more, but it changed. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for the very good condition huh, to bring out the aspect of the Dhamma. Huh? I think her question is very valid. Because people are there, how to save. But we have to understand what the Bodhisattva vow means. The Bodhisattva vow, when we take them, 
when we vow to liberate the limitless living being is to develop the compassion, the love, so that this true mind, yeah, that is without anything, no duality, yeah, this true mind cannot come out on us and live life, and it cannot manifest. Unless it comes with a form in mind, then you need to connect to it. So for us to come back to this world, we need a mundane mind. And this mundane mind, there are two ways. One is through delusion or ignorance. That one is very easy. Every deluded being also, they must come. Or they have to come. They got no choice. Means you have to come. It's through rebirth consciousness. You come back. Yeah, that is ignorant. But for Bodhisattva, they already have the wisdom. They no longer have the ignorance. So actually, they don't have to come back. But we need a mind to come back. So this vow is for us to develop that mind that has got no delusion, but it has love and compassion. So this love and compassion is a pure mind. It's not the true mind. It's a pure mind without the ignorance. And this mind can take birth. Understand? Can take rebirth. So the Bodhisattva vow, the first vow, we undertake or we vow yeah, to liberate the limitless living being is to arise the loving kindness and compassion, the pure mind, to take rebirth. Yeah. Then when it do this work, it understands the three marks. The mark of a self-cultivating, the mark of living being, and the mark of Dhamma. Yeah. Means, there is no being. He know you, he know me. Means, no mark of a self-cultivating, no mark of living being to save. They know. This is ultimate true wisdom. But they also know within the mundane world, there is form and mind. So there is a form and mind that they have to come, segmented form and mind. And this is subject to karma. They know. Then there are living beings to be saved, also subject to karma. So what they will do is they allow this nature to have this vow and have this nature so that all living beings, they can have affinity with their nature. Then not only this life, this life, whatever that has affinity, it can save, it will save. Then just like my nature, this life comes. You may think that only the Kayadamita, but you don't know. But that website can do wonder, it can last very long, and it can really have a lot of people, and it can spin off. Then the non-human that listen to the Dhamma, then there are a lot of other beings that also have their nature. Then every time my nature travels, this spiritual nature, like all the spiritual trip we went, it will touch many of these beings, and many of these places, then sometimes they need my nature's energy, and I also tempt into their nature's energy. And there is a lot of rejoicing. And all. But people don't know. <laughs> you all can't feel. You only saw the photo, the joy. <laughs> and some of Kayamita can feel. They will know. That's why when you travel along with my nature, together as a collective consciousness, we are different. We, we manifest differently. And all this has been going on for eons and eons and eons and eons. And that's not. Because the vow the Bodhisattva way is very long. So you don't worry, this life you cannot have all those because 
it needs condition. You cannot have the world. Like I used to say, if you say you must be compassionate, you must be kind, then all the suffering human beings in this world or underprivileged, and those in Africa, India, the poor, there are countless of them, no? Even Bill Gates also cannot help all, no? So how can you help? It's not a question of help, because the Buddha said they had their karma. No condition, nothing happened. If no condition you also want to have, this is craving, understand? This is delusion. This is creating your own suffering. Then you cannot be, oh, you pitiful. Travel all the way to Nepal and give money all over the street. I more people will run after you. You have heard, isn't it? They were so poor, you start to give to one, everybody come. Even here, if you are generous, you, you know, last time we go and coffee shop, take noodle or whatnot, you know how many of these salespeople come in and want to sell things to you? And there are a lot of these people who prey on your kindness, so-called Pastime Chief Reverend K. Sridhamananda used to describe them as good-hearted fool, F-O-O-L. He used the word, no, good-hearted fool. Oh, to them is, oh, do good, do good. People prey on your weakness, and that's all. You are so generous. They say, they say Malaysians are very generous. So a lot of them like to come here because very strong support. Well, everybody like to do dana, thinking that, oh, I got married, you know no, you do when there is condition to do. You don't purposely want to do. There is craving. Your action is out of greed for what? For merits. It's not about doing good. It's not about giving to uh, a virtuous person who got more merit, like they used to tell you. If you give to five precepts, more merit than lay person. You give to hundred lay person, cannot match one five preceptor. Then they tell you you give to hundred eight preceptor uh, sorry, hundred five preceptor cannot match one you offer to one eight preceptor. Uh, then they go up to ten, then someone <laughs> then after that the monk you know. But this is not the way to measure marriage. Marriage should be developed, like the Buddha said, with understanding. When there is condition to do that Murray is very powerful. Even he is very poor, didn't keep the five precepts. But he needs the help. That's all. You can feel it. There is condition to do. You know Henry Then you do the nature's law quick. That is most powerful. Means in future should there be any condition where you are in need, there will be queerana come and do to you. We design your marriage because you know how to do. So it doesn't mean that I offer to the the more virtuous one, I got more marriage. That is a general principle. But if your action is out of greed because you weigh, because you know, oh, he is more married, uh, he got more marriage. So. Uh, sorry, if I offer to this one, got more marriage. Uh, then you don't want to offer to the poor, you go and offer to that one. I tell you, your merit downgraded by a lot. You know why? Your action is out of what? Greed for higher merit. So there is a tinted merit. That's why the Bodhidharma, he told the emperor, when the emperor said, I built so many temples, how much is my merit? I must have done a lot. He said, zero. 
But he's not beyond worry. <laughs> he thinks by doing this, he got a lot of worry. So his action is out of greed for the worry. So when it's tinted with the evil, the selfishness or greed, it's not a pure memory. Understand? Pure memory means what? Don't go through your memory on. Understand? That's why it's asanklika. Means spontaneous. You see the condition, there is a need you just want to do, you just do. And that is the highest merit. Because you got three very special conditions. Somanasa sahagatam. Means at all times, before you do, when you do, and after you do, you have joy. That is the first highest merit criteria. Then jnana sampayutam. Means you do with wisdom, jnana. That's why you see you got condition, you do. That is with wisdom, without delusion. You don't act out of greed from worry. That's asankrika, means you do spontaneously. No need to be prompted. No need to be told by people, oh, like that more merry, like that less merry. Then you calculate, understand? The mind inside there calculate, which one more merry, which one should I have? Means you are not basing on wisdom and understanding. You basing on your ability to get how much merry. It's like playing so on an Indian account. <laughs> because you, you want the best profit. It's not like that. So, Dhamma is to be cultivated with understanding. So, coming back to your question, now you understand, huh? Some are the beings that don't have condition, you cannot. Because how can you have the world? The world is the world. No condition, nothing happens. The condition, things will manifest. It's their karma. It's not say that I'm not generous, I'm cruel. No. How can you help everybody? You are so mad, so crazy, you want to be a good other fool. Then bring all your wealth and go all over the world and give money to people. How many can you help? It's not help. You actually create problem for them. You understand? It's like drug addict. Drug addict asking for drug, you give drug. Or you give money so that they can buy drug. You should educate them. Through what? Through understanding, through Dhamma. You know why you are like that. Why you cannot have food. If you are in the past, you never give, you never have all this. So now, you should learn. That's why I work hard. You cannot get a job here, like my parents, what they do. My father told me, I asked him, why you come out of China? He said, I got no choice. We are starving, you see. If I don't come out, we will all die. We are that time, the grandparents cannot work. And the, the rationing was so strict. So his portion, he gave to his grandparents. And my, his father, which is my grandfather and him, decide to come out and leave their portion to their family to survive. He said, if I don't come out, all will die. And that is the determination. That's why the British were very good. The free passage from the boat. My father came out. My grandfather came out. Then they managed to actually find better job here, send money back and help them. Then later on, my mother also come out, my grandmother also come out. My father actually applied for them to come out. That's why my mother say, one out of China is like out of the suffering world. And she got so much gratitude and appreciation. This is all karma, that's not all. The timing. If you know that the area is not conducive, cannot support you, and yet everybody is still starving and you somehow going back, you got no future, that's not all. 
That's why a lot of them they say what jump aeroplane, till fake it. They till they they do it. It's survival. But why you end up like that? Because you didn't take care of karma, understand? You don't have dana parami. So you have to understand there is no reality. It's empty. That's why it's a what they call illusionary world, world of consciousness, not real, not what you think. So you don't be sentiment about it. How to save this? How to say? Like I tell Tammy just now. All these are their thought telling you. Because Krishnamurti said, thought can divide into many, many categories of thought. And uh, this category, that category. Uh, then this thought will say, yeah, we need to help them. We have this vow, Bodhisattva vow. We have to liberate all living. So this one, very chronic one, or very what they call, uh, what they call, uh, their, their belief system is cannot even adjust them. Uh, how to help? The, the Bodhisattva will have the wisdom. They will not go and touch all these things. But no condition to help. Let it be. That's why I used to tell Kayamita, don't bring anybody unless they want to come. Understand? Because no point. Because no condition. You come, you get into trouble. It may even backfire. But there is no condition. But if they got condition, the sign will show. Then they will agree. Uh, then they come. And then when they come, it depends on their past, their karma, how much they can receive. If they have coming obstruction, they also cannot receive. That's why they have to ask for forgiveness, not to me, to all the beings from the past. Then they have to repent, they have to change over. They have to build up their own life. This is not about you and me. It's about each individual karma you have to take care and understand. When you understand this, your understanding of life is different. The way you act is different. Well, this is not you, not real. But this one has karmic implication. Well, this is your segmented life, your vehicle, your tool to come. Karmically conditional. So use it. This understanding the world don't have. That's why you are very lucky to have this. So you have to learn, contemplate, reflect until very, very clear, until you understand what this is. Then only you can really live. Uh, then the thought will not have power over you. Mm. Okay? <laughs> sadha, sadha, sadha. That's why luckily Angie asked. Oh, another eight minutes. Uh, any more questions? Ah, yeah, Kat Hoon. Kat Hoon always got questions. Now on the topic of giving, I, uh, I've also seen Buddhists yeah. who catch birds, no, 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 not to catch birds, they buy birds and then uh, select uh, birds. Free What's them. the significance of free that kind of, uh, uh, the kind of belief? So what is your understanding? My understanding is wrong, wrong. First <laughs> <laughs> you catch and let go, then oh, you catch and okay. let go. Okay. Just, okay. Um, okay, you have a point. <laughs> <laughs> That's why... This brings about a very good condition. But this one, many people ask me before. You see, personally, uh, you ask me, uh, I don't believe. Why? Because no point. You know what they do? They go to the market or go to the, where people cash for them, put in the cage already. You know? Yet they know these generous, good-hearted Buddhists will come and buy and free them. So they know on Vesak day, the best day to do business. Because Buddhists are very generous. Uh, uh, especially if you 
you got those merchants who are very, very, uh, what they call, jiao hua. You know why jiao hua? No? Cunning one. Uh, uh, they purposely, uh, you know you Buddhist coming, uh, they purposely uh, put this until so cramped, uh, until the bird want to suffocate. Ayo, yin wong, yin wong, yin wong, check out, check out. Oh, okay, be hot, be hot. Let go. You encourage all this, and the sun up. I mean, to set free a bird that is trapped, you think it's good deed? I ask you one question. You all have bird as pets or not? Oh, you don't have bird. <laughs> Let's say assume you are the bird. You fly in the wild, then suddenly people catch, then they go and buy. They want to keep you as pet, they put there, they feed you, they give you everything. Until you are no longer able to survive in the forest. and Then you depend on the food. You think you want people to free you. They free you because you're excited, you can fly out. But after that, you don't have survival instinct. Actually, you kill the bird. But they cannot hunt for their own food. <laughs> you have kept them in the cage for so long. Then you want to free them. You understand? This is not about... You think it's good for them because you think they're meritorious. Let go of a bird. Free the bird. But you think the bird really survive or not? Actually... Uh, how to use English? Lanteng uh, Dina. Uh, you actually cause the bird to die. <laughs> uh, because this is not the way to do. But if the bird is wounded, you saw the bird, then you heal that bird, then you let it recover, then you let go of the bird. It's very good. That is meritorious. Understand not? If people want to destroy the bird or what, then you have a habitat for them uh, so that they can survive. It's very good. So under the Buddhist it's not to say Buddhists understand if we don't generalize because there are different practitioners of Buddhists certain Buddhists encourage this because they say to them law of karma is like that because you do too much evil understand so they say to improve your karma you must go and release them understand set prisoner free so that you will not be a prisoner yourself so they believe in this so they go and encourage all this but if you look deeper into karma, it's not like that. Karma is about mental intention. Is your mental intention out of greed for that merit? If it's out of greed for that merit, then no point. And to me, it's mostly out of greed. I can get merit, that's why I buy and release. That's how. Merit comes from what? Helping animals, helping birds, helping people. But there is condition to help only you help. That's how. You, you cannot be like good-hearted fool, everywhere got poor people you want to help. cannot. But when there is condition, you see people mistreating the dog and the bird or what, then you want to do something. You can, understand. Uh, then sometimes you can just donate to certain of these, maybe charity uh, organization or what, that really benefit these suffering people. Eh? Like you go to Tsuchi, you see, they really go all out during uh, calamity eh, or nature's disaster. They are the first to arrive and they really provide all this service. And sometimes they visit these very poor people, old people who cannot find a living, then who are incapable of 
surviving. Then nobody bothers them. They are neglected. So they look around for all this. Then they start to attend to them. Yeah. Some of these, they didn't even get social welfare department benefit. So these are the organizations that really go to the ground and do the thing that other people will not do. Understand? So if you see it as genuine and you want to help this organization, to me it's a lot better. Understand? But they know what to do. Like Warren Buffett said, he never even donate to the church, not even a dime, you see. But he donate to Bill Gates and Belinda Foundation. But they are the best in doing all this. He believes in them. That's why he donate to them. Then he no need to worry about how to channel charity. But they are the best. But he saw how church abused the money, that's why he don't want to donate. In his AGM, one of the AGM, he mentioned that. I think the Christians were very, very pissed over him. <laughs> uh, uh, well, there are some Christian friends uh, who were very, very angry with his speech. He said, you don't give, don't give, I say so much for what? <laughs> but this is human being, understand? <laughs> but when I read that, I really understand him because he has seen life. He, he, he knows. Well, he don't trust people who are not honest, understand? And a lot of these, not only church, even religious organizations, most of them are not honest. Unless you can really see a very sincere one. And most of them got politic one. Politic is very common. But don't worry, people, it's just the way they are, they have their karma. So you take care of your own karma, they take care of their own karma. So try not to comment or get yourself involved in all this. Don't go and quote me, eh? brother still say this one, oh, rubbish. <laughs> you get you in the trouble and get me in the trouble for nothing. This is, I better put it, this, this is how I look at it. <laughs> uh, this is the way I understand it. Otherwise, we get into big troubles. To me, uh, don't get involved in all this. Understand? If people want to do, let them do. So what? Then why? It's okay. Recorder is okay. If people want to do, let them do. Understand? We are not commenting about what they do. What I'm trying to share with you is your mental intention behind your understanding of karma is very important. If you don't understand, you do out of love for merit, then it is a tinted thing. So to me, that's why I said to me, I will not do it this way. There are so much more ways to develop merit. No need money also. Keep your precept well. The Murray is much higher. Pay respect to triple gem. Limitless Murray. All this only need faith and mindfulness. Why must you go and buy birds? Release birds. And sometimes when you buy, open up, if let's say out of the 50 or 100 got two die inside their house, you got remorse. Ayo, I caused them to die. And then you blame the bird seller, is it? Why you cram so many inside there and suffocate them? You, you create the condition, you create the demand for it during Vesak day and the sun. So, how? There is conflict. Conflict comes from what? Human mind, where people do things differently. Because there is demand, that's why on that day a lot of people want to sell this. And you some more partake. <laughs> so, to me, it's up to you. If you think this is meritorious, 
you go ahead and do. For me, my understanding is different. I would not do it. That's why we respect them for what they are. So we don't comment. And I don't know why Kehudas. <laughs> oh, you see. <laughs> Uh, nothing happened yet. I don't know anything happened but they don't ask, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I asked Brother C. and Brother said, uh. you ask Brother Tio <laughs> <laughs> Okay, very good. You know why Brother C. and say that? Well, last time there is this Eric in Thursday class, you remember? Eric? Yeah. The cancer one? You all remember him or not? Yeah. He went to India once, he was full of it. Last time, uh, when his daughter, daughter, uh, is it a daughter? Yeah. Uh, got cancer lymphoma, I don't know what, the husband also got, no. Then the wife also got sickness, no. Then he, he, he got nowhere to go, no, he went to AGBL. And they asked him to release birth, no. All those things. And he released, no. Then, uh, he report, no. Because he came to my Thursday class, eh. Then I say, anybody got problem? Then he tell me his problem, no. Then he released all this, he said, no result, nothing. <laughs> Then how? I had to answer. <laughs> That's why Sui Anno asked me. <laughs> I say, it's not about releasing all this. Understand? Now? What you didn't do is the three things that I teach. It's karma. They didn't explain this. So if it's karma from the past, you have to ask for forgiveness from whosoever from the distant past until now that you have either knowingly or unknowingly caused suffering or misery, that's why sickness come to you and your family. That after you are, you must repent by following the advice of the Buddha. Keep your precept. Listen to Dhamma. Do all the meritorious things. Then invoke power of merit for turn around. Then only he help. He cannot understand no, initially. Oh. After a while, then he keep on attending the class. Then the daughter also came. The mother also came. No? Then after I share all this, I think they went back and do. No? They went back and do. No? Then the daughter was going through chemotherapy. No? I think chemo, I don't know. So Sri An every time come. Yeah, after that, they had to take care of her. So they didn't come. But Sri An passed a message. Say, Can we share marriage? Normally after the class, we share marriage. Huh? First time we share, I don't feel anything. Then second time we share, I don't feel anything. You know what happened on the third time because they were so sincere. They requested. So that day uh, I share, suddenly I felt something very strong. Then I told Suyan, I said, the daughter will recover. And really, you know, that same day the daughter recovered you know, and came out. Then after that came to the class, uh, took photo with me, you know. Oh, then we had the class and all those things. That's why Sri Yansi asked me. Uh, can we share merit to those who are uh, not following our path? Can, why cannot? Share only one. You want to share with who also can? Huh? Understand? Huh? But transfer merit is not easy. Transfer merit, it must be in that beta rhyme. Huh? Like, like you want to transfer money, huh? Huh? your money. Huh? You want to transfer to somebody huh? who don't have account. How to transfer? Uh, the money don't go there. <laughs> uh, but got account one can transfer. Uh, in the Peta Rhyme, got account one can transfer. But they must be your 
relative anasana. Related, related anasana. This is our relative, but no account we can get. <laughs> <laughs> the, the analogy is our modern world. You got account means you are a relative. <laughs> huh? Then you are in the paper rhyme, understand? <laughs> Student that is uh, very sayang, la, just yeah. came back from Chicago. You can, you can, you can. Uh, then, uh, like you can relate love and meta to her. Mm. You don't share. Share means what? Share means you transfer. Relate. Relate love and meta, and wish for his or her well-being. Yeah. Visualize him or her. May he or may she be well and happy. Well and happy. May the blessing of the triple gem be with him. That if he's a Christian, eh, may he develop his faith in his own religion. Eh, and may he eh, develop the wholesomeness of mind eh, to understand the truth so that one day he can also recover and free his condition from such suffering. Because whatever that happens is based on nature's law. So nature's law, we call it law of karma, understand? So they may not understand. So to them is they believe. Believe in the Lord. Believe in the God. So when their faith is very strong, I don't know, maybe Jesus or God is a great being. They also have their vow. So it may connect through and manifest. That's why some of them say they believe in God. Miracle happen. It could be, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, because it depends on what God the G-O-D eh? you have to understand what that is because basically it's just something nature understand it's not a personal God understand personality God eh? it's a nature the great being's nature that's it eh? okay Uh, yeah Uh, yeah 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 how do you radiate meta or share meta very easy. You visualize that person, yeah? visualize. Then you radiate from here, you will it. Initially, it's from your thought. Then you don't know how to will it. Then later, you use your will to will it. Uh, that is the second stage of metta. Means you must have metta. Then you can radiate from your heart. You will it. And it has its effect. But the third stage is when there is really metta. Then this metta will just flow out. You don't have to read it. You just raise your hand. The moment you read it, this one flow automatically. It just come out. You don't even have to wheel or do anything. It just come out. Sometimes your pure wish, it just go. Yeah. Yeah. But there must be condition for the other side to receive. So most people use thought. Thought. Thought together with some feeling. And that's not feeling. That's why I say they will it there. Yeah. Their their feeling come through their will power. Yeah, they want to help these people. Yeah. And they radiate through this will power to send that. That's why thought sometimes is very, very potent too, very powerful. Yeah, when you think of somebody, yeah, when you think of somebody, yeah, somehow uh, the, 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 what they call thought wave, huh? they will connect on them. Then they will either call you or something will connect them to contact you. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You experienced before. Yeah. 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 
it's like telepathy, understand? Telepathy is you will it, understand? Yeah. Then sometimes you arise a thought, oh, this guy, long time haven't met him already. They don't know how is he. So suddenly they'll contact you. Yeah. And the best case was, that was about, I think, 20 years ago. I was working in uh, a government department, statutory body. Then that time, I got a project under this, what they call, YTL group, huh? uh, group. One of the sons, I think, Michael, I think. Huh? He only worked with me on one project, and that project was very fast-track project. Within six months, I must finish the, what they call, the, the project, yeah. as for students and all those things. So after the project, actually I forgot about the whole thing. Then I retired after that, not many, I think many years later I retired. I haven't seen him for, I think, uh, 10 over years, I think. Uh, wait, 20 over years, uh, 20 over years. Uh. At that time, I met him was 1988 or 1989. I retired 2001, huh? almost 20 years. Yeah. So what happened was, one day, my friend came and see me, very close friend. Uh, he said, Tio, since we already know each other so well, we want to go to Pansy Island, not Pankor, the two families. Oh, Pansy Island, hey, that would be fun. Yeah. Then. Agree, yeah? agree. So he actually came and discussed. I say I know the owner. Yeah, YTL Group own Pansy Island. I say I will see how. I try to contact him. I say. Then after he went back, uh, I just give it a thought. No? How nice if I can still have his contact. Uh, then I can call him. You know what happened? Uh, the next day, uh, afternoon. Uh, something he called me you know, on my house phone no he still got my house phone no then I said who is this he said I'm Michael do you remember then I recall I, I said I was about to look for you how did you call oh he said never mind never mind he said uh, he, he then asked me anything urgent then I told him about the plan said, oh he said no problem no problem he said, you call my secretary. He just give me the number. He said, he will arrange everything for you. Then he will bring you to see me. Yeah. Then we will sort that one out, no problem. But what I want to tell you is, you know what he told me? He said, do you know that that project we did huh, caught fire? One of the blocks huh, where the lady undergraduate were having exam, huh, suddenly caught fire no? that morning no? because of the pure thought I want to see him no? it caused him to arise no? it caught fire no? then the university called him no? and he got to look for my my, my contact no? he opened up the project file no? my house number is still there no? because that time no handphone so he called me no? he called me no? and I said just in time uh, then he told me that, you know, he said, now still burning, you can still burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, thank you, thank you, I, I'll go and look. 
And when I was there, I felt so bad now. That day onward, I vowed not to use my pure wish again. I qualify it. If it's only for the good of the many, then let it arise. Otherwise, don't let it arise. No point. It's costing to arise. If not because of the fire, he will not contact me at the cellar. And there's no condition. But because my nature overrules a lot of things, that's why that fire has to happen. And I reflected. I said, did I cause the exam undergraduate any suffering or problem? They inside replied me, you know. He said, they have their karma, nothing to do with you. If it's not because of their karma, that mesh, this thing also won't manifest. Oh, that's straight away, I knew nothing to do with my nature. But I got no intention, I understand. I just have a pure wish. I say, how nice if I can have his contact and meet up with him. The next day he called. See? So powerful. After that, I cannot use. I saw the thing three times. That one is one of them. The other one was in my office. I was about to leave my office actually that day, about 6 p.m. And we got Pasamalam in SS2. And I knew the Pasamalam people, they have their food already ready prepared. Then I can feel, I saw the sky. I knew it was going to rain like anything already. So out of love and compassion for them, I want to do something and help them. And you know what I did? I quickly drove my car, then I reached my home. I straight away parked my car. After I reached my home, still dark sky and everything. It's like any time going to fall. I went into my altar, I knew, and I paid respect to the triple gender. I sat down, I meditated, and read love and and I was so surprised. When I came out, ten minutes later, the whole sky clear. Yeah, then I went out to the Pasamala. I was full of joy. But the store people all don't know. <laughs> That's why I try it. Because I don't know what this thing is. It, it first time come to me. The pure vision was so powerful. I used it three times. After that, the last time was the burning fire. Then after that, I did not use it. Uh, then I qualify, uh, but I didn't use for very long. Really. Yeah. But when you have that nature, it is very powerful, very potent. The pure wish is very powerful. Yeah. And you can try it. These are nature's law. These are not psychic. Huh? Please, uh, don't go and tell me, hey, you got psychic or no. He said, no, really, no. Then everybody used to tell me, you travel with Brother Tio, you sure very lucky. Uh. That day, Malacca Tree also said, this Suyanto. Who are? Was it Brother Tiwa Chingyawa? Huh? We, we, we told them our weather very good. Yeah, in the WhatsApp group. Lah. He said, our weather very good. We are sweet and they all. Took one group out on Saturday and Sunday. Rain like cat and dog until the ship also cannot go. The, the cruise also cannot go. Then they come back. Then Monday, we didn't go. Tuesday, I took the group out. Tuesday, he texted us in the group, uh, he said, Tuesday, uh, thunderstorm, all those things. Uh. Then we go there, uh, having breakfast uh, at, at 10 o'clock. My wife saw the sky all black. Uh. Then my wife said, eh, going to rain, no? thunderstorm. I tell my wife, forget about it. <laughs> and you know what happened? No rain. Until 
after we reached that uh, Kuan Yin temple, uh, go on, the energy very strong. At first was the antique shop, antique shop. The antique shop we went in, uh, very strange. Uh, I, I can feel something, uh, I don't know what it is. I was looking around, all the antique were very old one, don't know from where. Then I went to the back, uh, there was one statue standing there. Then I can feel the energy very strong. Uh. Then actually I wanted to ask the owner, uh, where do you get this? But then my nature said, never mind, just let it be. Then I came out. Then Ching Kap saw me, you know. He said, you went into that shop, uh? anything. I said, antique, uh, but the, the energy there very good. I said, that statue at the back standing. Uh. He curious, uh, he went, you know. He go and look, 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 look. Then he saw that statue. Then he saw the wording down there. Not for sale. Means the owner know that statue is not for sale. The owner know God's energy. Huh? Then he come out and tell me. He said, yeah, the owner put there not for sale. <laughs> this thing happened. Huh? Then I went into the other smaller Kuan Yin thing. Huh? The energy also very strong inside there. So we pay our rent. Ah, then we donate for Kayan Mita. We, we paid how much? Pak I think, or invite one. We made the offering. Uh, then we came up. That's why it's like meant to be. Then we went to the Kuan Yin thing. The new building got no energy at all. But the old building got strong energy. Ah, Chun Thi Pusa. Yes, Chun Thi That's why very strange when you travel. Then, ah, uh, Somebody talked to Suyano towards the evening, late already. We were all very good throughout the day until we give talk at Aloka Buddhist Center. And you know what Suyano replied? Sure, you go with Brother Tio. <laughs> That's why people tell, but please, uh, don't always look for this and go and tell people, forget about this is nature's law, nothing to do with me. Even at Anandagiri. Uh, <laughs> Anandagiri. So Acharya Chala was. Uh, describing to us how Achananan together with them having a uh, what they call a ceremony or the one I think install something consecration consecration then Achananan told him all the place outside rain no? but the deva were very good no? they surround the area the area didn't rain no? uh, oh then I said yeah it's like that one uh, then I told him about our retreat no? our retreat it was raining cat and dog before we arrived, no? the Cabernet Highland. No? The moment we arrived, uh, the rain stopped. Then for eight days, uh, sunny, you know? they were so amazed, nobody believed that. <laughs> Even the Tangjia also know, full of joy and smile. Then on the eighth day, uh, before our closing ceremony, uh, the first closing ceremony towards the evening, Immediately when I was about to do that, uh, the sky all suddenly darkened. Then the moment we started, uh, the thunder came. The rain was very heavy. And the rejoicing. Then the next morning, no rain. Then, Alien, uh, you know Alien, uh, she was with us. Uh. She said, amazing, uh, Brother Teo, like that. Then next year she followed us again. Uh. She was asking me before the retreat started, will this year happen again? I said, I don't know. Then she waited and waited and waited. On the eighth day, again, no rain, no. Then he came and talked to me. Don't tell me it's going to happen again. It happened again. Only that two years, 
don't expect more. <laughs> it's just to show you. Then you know what happened after that. A lot of these things, uh, it's not for you to what or no, to say. Then you know what Achan Achalo said after I said that to him. He said, Brad, do we need you? Make sure tomorrow Katina don't read. <laughs> I said, I don't do this. So. I said, these are the beings up there, not, nothing to do with me. So, so don't get me wrong. But he got faith, he got faith. And they know. And the next day, Katina, early morning, the weather, ever since I arrived there, the weather was so good. Even the Katina there, we were there earlier, then he was very happy. He said, you book the slippers. Then he, he talked to me and said, is it you? Weather very good. Then he told all the other Karimita, where is the rain, where is the rain? <laughs> you know, the year before, I didn't go, no. It rained until they had to move the Katina in. No? Yeah. Then the place, uh, Pina, uh, Pina, Pina Latea, Pino Latea. They say uh, they go and have coffee there, the same place. Uh. Rain until a uh, flat noise. <laughs> they have to move in. No? But this year we went, uh, the weather was so beautiful, sunny. You can't say why is like that. It has nothing to do with me. I got no magic. I got no psychic. But this being, they are Dhamma protector, understand? and they know what to do. Whatever there is within their condition, ability, they will help and do all this. So these are nature's law, understand? nothing to do with the psychic. And all. Don't touch psychic, please. Otherwise, it will not help you. It will backfire. So what you need is to take care of karma, share merit, transfer merit. That's why when we share merit, they rejoice. And sometimes we share the Dhamma, they also rejoice. I remember last time when I came to Suyan's house. You know, thunder how many times, right? you ask them and see, the rain was so strong. And every time I go to these places, uh, when there is condition for certain Dhamma to come out, uh, whooping Jesus also, you know. Uh, huh? How many times already whooping Jesus? Until I got to stop, I know the thunder coming. But we were sharing that topic, which is the Bodhisattva way and all those things. You know. and, and that day, oh, I think NBA was there that day. You, you remember that, that topic? Very special. You see, you are going back to listen to it many times. That day, the thunder was so strong. Oh. Oh. And my nature can feel, but it's nothing to do with me. And I said, no. It's not me. So please don't ask me to perform magic. I cannot. I got no magic. I like you, normal human being. Nothing. But Dhamma is beautiful. Dhamma. Dhamma is very powerful. So if you have faith, if you have the ability to understand a lot of things you will witness, you will sense it, you will see. It will just manifest. Yeah. And it will show it to you. You must have faith. Yeah. Have faith in the Buddha and his teaching, in the Dhamma that he has taught you. It's very beautiful. Okay? We better end. Uh, uh, sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. So today, ah, uh, yeah. Oh, no. uh, okay, okay. okay, take one more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. Releasing of animals, right? But what if it's a situation like, you know, the animal is in distress? You know, and uh, like for example, uh, I understand the late Lobun Siu, he helped to save a big turtle from the 
from the uh, from being cooked, you know. So it, apparently the the that one will help. That one will help. The merits was so great uh, that he he became so. Whether got merits or no merit, because you really protect life, understand or not, from being killed. Yeah. Then that merit is there. If you really save a suffering uh, animal or whatever, and turtle has long life, yeah. so because he got the means, he got the money, you go and save. Yes, because this is. Not only, not only, not only that. <laughs> you save life, it won't make you rich. <laughs> you donate only, it make you rich. And uh, save life gives you long life. <laughs> but whatever it is, is merit for Lokbun Siu could have come from past life. But this is his dana parami manifesting. So they will have the wealth. They will have the ability to make all those money. But sometimes, like what we study in the Buddha and his teaching, huh? they got the money, but they themselves cannot spend much. <laughs> like that case of that, uh, that, that, that millionaire, a very rich one, uh, where he got to pay a lot of tax. Then they came to know, huh? this guy got so much money, huh? and yet huh? he cannot spend his money. You know, he, he, he was driving a very, don't know what type of, Block card, I think, also run down and all this thing. Then he got no condition to spend the wealth and all this thing. It was because the karma behind that was he actually deceived one of his don't know brothers, children or what, and somehow managed to get his wealth. So he cheated it. That's why because of that, the karma become mixed complicated. So he can get the wealth because he after he got the wealth uh, through that that not so uh, not so honorable way, uh, he got a condition uh, to make offering to a Pachika Buddha. No? Oh that offering to the Pachika Buddha make him very rich. No? But the wealth that he used to offer was a stolen one, that's why he cannot make use of it. Oh. So that was the coming behind. So it's not only you have done merits, it's the source of money. If the source of money you want MDB, <laughs> now our society's law also follow the same now. You use it to do good, huh? also anti-money laundering. Huh? The source of money is laundered money, <laughs> unclean money. So unclean money, illegal money, whatever you use it for, you will become money laundering. You launder the unclean money. Uh, it means you want to clean it up. <laughs> so all this is part of the law of karma. Yeah? That's why I say you do with understanding. Yeah? I'm not saying you free all these birds and animals. No use. No, under what circumstances you free. You free purposely on this Sunday and expect people to catch all this. Then they sell it to you and let you free to me. I qualify I, to me, not my meaning, but I got better way of performing merits and sana. Even keeping my preset, pay respect, make offering to whatever that needs offering. Yeah. Then you meditate. You meditate actually you develop much more merits. Then you cultivate no way for power. You help people relieve suffering from people. 
free people from their fear, their worry, their anxiety, their suffering. This is really meritorious. Uh, and you will receive a lot of wholesomeness. Yeah, in future, you will have people that will help you back in the same way. Yeah. So all these are understanding behind. So karma is like the Buddha said, you reap what you sow. Do good because good, do evil because evil. So good must be accordant with nature's law, not good according to the individual or to you. Hmm. Okay? Sadhu, yeah. sadhu, Oh, very good, eh? Today, a lot of good questions, eh? Yeah. Okay, we share marriage, transfer marriage, eh? Then we can end, eh? Aka sata chobumata devanaka mahindika punyantang anamoditwa chirang rakkantulo kasasana Ittavata cham ehi sampadan punya sampadan Sabe deva anamodantu Sabasampati siddhya Idang menya tinang hotu sukita hontunya teo Idang menya tinang hotu sukita hontunya teo Idang menya tinang hotu sukita hontunya teo Imena punya kamena mame bala samagamo Satang samagamo hotu yawa nivana patiya sadhu sadhu sadhu. Okay, pay respect mindfully to Lord Buddha, Kuan Yin Bodhisattva, and uh, what he wants. Then we end.